It is week six, day 42 of This is the Result of Your Words, and week 10 of the war. As usual, there are a lot of stories to get through, so let's get started. A few weeks ago, a car swerved into pro-Palestinian protesters in British Columbia. He has now been charged with assault and dangerous driving, but not hate crime. In Maplewood, New Jersey, Uden hashed graffiti earlier this week at a school. Is forcing the school district to work on their reporting procedures. The man arrested for Judenhass against a man and his wife walking to Shoal in Beverly Hills a few days ago had been relieved from a previous crime on cashless bail earlier in the day. Of course, this will be used as an argument that cashless bail is a bad thing. In Ashland, Oregon, a Chabad was egged. Kentucky Commission on Human Rights Board approves resolution to condemn Judenhass. Maybe that should have happened two months ago? Butler University in Indiana is investigating college Republicans for condemning Judenhass chants. The specific chants they condemned were not a victim, not a crime, from a rally five days after Hamas attacked. But apparently condemning that violates the school's harassment and discrimination policies. But it's a little disturbing that the discrimination and harassment policy doesn't seem to apply to Jewish students. That said, this is a Republican publication, so maybe they're exaggerating. After Braun extinguished the Hanukkah candles, other Polish Judenhazers got ideas. They burned the Israeli flag and knocked over the Hanukkah that it was sitting on. Judenhaz from school-age children has made it to New Zealand. Yahtzee salutes, slurs, tropes, Shoah denial. All the big ones are listed in this article. Bomb threats at 13 synagogues across Philadelphia and the suburbs. UN Human Rights Award went to someone who supported October 7th, and the U.S. lauded it. The result of someone's road rage was keying a man's car with a swastika. In San Francisco, a parent group called SF Guardian requested the school district review Arab Resource and Organizing Center, as these groups are not supposed to be political. And the worry is discrimination against those who are Jewish or Israeli. I'll let you know what happens with the review. A Jewish environmentalist who thinks that Israel has the right to exist was disinvited from speaking to a UC Berkeley class solely for that reason. And because he thinks Israel has the right to exist, they don't think that he actually believes in environmentalism. A South Florida private school fired a parent who was a math tutor and then expelled her son for her post that the war didn't start October 7th, but started in 1948. Whatever you think of that, a child is not their parent's keeper. Utenhaas Graffiti is getting Eviston and Skokie, Illinois School District to implement diversity and tolerance training. A Palestinian drag performer brought some signs to a venue in Philly and was promptly banned because of those signs. The venue now says they should have handled it differently, but only after 70 acts signed a letter in solidarity. LA City Council requested a closer look on threatening flyers. It started with Judenhaas, but also to Latino, LGBTQ, Black, and other minority groups. Some people in the gallery were not happy because they think it will affect pro-Palestinian speech. Elizabeth Warren is demanding Meta explain censorship of pro-Palestinian content, marking specific clear censorship since October 7th. A Michigan imam is calling for Muslims to wage jihad in the U.S. While jihad is a beautiful concept in many circumstances, this imam allegedly inspired terror attacks before. So it doesn't really sound like the pure definition. Someone burned a cross in front of a black couple's home on Thanksgiving weekend. And as a result, people are pushing for South Carolina to have a hate crime law, which they currently 
don't. Quite disturbed it took that, and it still hasn't happened yet. A man didn't like how a lawyer represented him in Clinton Township, Michigan, so he threatened to unalive Arab people in a voicemail. Deal Abdullah Mangi was going to denounce Hamas anyway, but Ted Cruz pushed it repeatedly. And Josh Hawley said some vile things as well. UK Labour MP linked First Minister of Scotland and his wife to Hamas terrorists for the sole reason of him calling for a ceasefire. Manye began spewing Judenhaus again. If you recall, Jewish students at Brown in their off-campus housing found threatening letters thrown under their door. And in an email blast, the university labeled the threat not Judenhaus, but bias-related. This article includes a lot of Udenhaz incidents at Michigan State University since October 7th. The saddest one, in my opinion, being an argument about whether a Hanukkiah should be placed in the residential hall, or if that would imply that the residents support Israel. I'm so tired. Sawdust joins a growing list saying that DEI is an antithesis to supporting the Jewish community because Jews are not diverse in need of equity or inclusion. Jewish Story Partners, an LA-based nonprofit, is giving 450000 in grants for films about the Shoah and Judenhaus. How about non-Shoah-related pogroms? Because I'd really like to see some things about that. More than 30 Jewish and non-Jewish members of a health club file complaints over a trainer's Judenhaus post, including comparing Mustache Man to Bibi because you can't do that. Yesterday I talked about Jackson, blaming Orthodox Jews for a Judenhaus suit. I said North Carolina, it's actually New Jersey. Martin Lewis is a money-saving expert on BBC Radio 4. He has been repeatedly asked to speak out since October 7th, even though he has never talked about international issues on his show once. And he's pretty sure it's because he's Jewish and it feels Judenhaus to him. In Canada, a letter was sent out by liberal MPs asking universities if calling for the unaliving of Jews violates school code. Yesterday, it was four men arrested for a plot to unalive Jews in Europe. Now it is up to seven. A teen who was arrested for planning an attack on Temple Israel in Canton, Ohio, had a very detailed plan on how to carry out this attack. And finally, in New York, a teen destroyed an eight-foot inflatable menorah-carrying bear outside a Jewish family's home. Yes, this is a long one, but there were some things that had to be explained further than one sentence. to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.